Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Vileen Shah, your friend and facilitator for Isle of Braille. And for the last two months, you may not have heard me. So those who are new to this session may be wondering from where this guy is coming. You know? But well, that's how it is. Uh, uh, this is uh, 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 the Isle of Braille session sponsored by East Bay Center for the Blind in Berkeley, California, and strongly supported by American Council of the Blind. Uh, to begin with, I have brought some bouquets. And my first bouquet of million thanks go to Terry Nettles, who continued and uh, made what, what? sure that our show runs well. So thank you so much for doing a fabulous job, Terry Nettle. Another bouquet I would like to offer, a bouquet of another million thanks to our own Abraham Vasta, who has been doing a great job as a host for all throughout all sessions. So that is just great and continue. Keep up your good work, Abraham. I don't know, I have enough words to express my thanks for you. And of course, another bouquet is a billion thanks to everybody who participated, who has been participating and who are here today. So please keep coming, keep learning from this uh, online webinar, I Love Braille. And those who do not know, uh, please note that uh, I Love Braille session recordings are now available on East Bay Center for the Blind's website. So we are archiving the sessions. Those who miss it may listen to that again anytime you want. If you have access to the online, uh, to go to online. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are so blessed to have our guest speaker, Ralph Smitherman. Ralph is a synonymous of Braille games, or if I want to make say it in simple language, Ralph is another name for Braille games. He regularly contributes uh, a feature of Braille games in Braille Memorandum, in addition to editing it. So we cannot have a better person to tell us how Braille Memorandum, which is the mouthpiece of Braille Revival League, is produced. And Braille Revival League is part and parcel of American Council of the Blind, whose job it is to promote Braille and support Braille. So we have a very right person here with us, uh, Ralph Smitherman, who will tell us how a Braille memorandum is produced. And of course, even though it will be about Braille memorandum, but it will also apprise us to know how any Braille magazine is produced and what it takes to. You know, when we receive a Braille magazine in our hand and we start reading, we really don't realize how much effort and how much work 
is done behind producing a braille book or braille magazine. Am I right, Ralph? <clears throat> that is correct. All right. So I would not take so much time. Over to Ralph. And Ralph, please tell us a little more about yourself and also the topic, production of Braille Memorandum. Okay. Uh, my name is Ralph Smitherman, in case anyone doesn't know. I live in Brandon, Mississippi, and I'm retired, and I'm a member of the Braille Revival League. And as Valen was saying, I'm the editor of the Braille Memorandum. I'm also secretary of the Braille Revival League, so I have to keep up with the minutes from our uh, various meetings that we hold, board meetings. So I enjoy doing that. Uh, the Braille Memorandum has been around for several years, um, about 40 years altogether. Uh, it is the Braille Revival League newsletter. Through this year, we, we have produced two issues a year. In 2023, we're going to move up the uh, effort and try to produce three issues. So that'll give me more to do, which is good. Uh, one person cannot do all of this. That is for sure. It takes a team of people to uh, get this produced. We are fortunate to have a team in place. Um, when I get the magazine edited, I send the finished copy to our treasurer, Jane Corona, who has our email distribution list for those who receive the memorandum by email. So she sends the finished uh, product to that email list. And she also sends the attachment to May Davis, who formats it for Braille production. And then May, in turn, sends it to Elizabeth Bowden, who lives in Florida, and she produces our magazine in Braille and large print. So we offer the magazine by email Braille and large print. We don't have many large print subscribers, but that's okay. We still produce it that way. Uh, we do not do an audio version of the Braille Memorandum. We figure if people are members of the Braille Revival League, they can probably read Braille or large print, or if not, uh, they'll receive it by email. Uh, here of late, I've been very fortunate to have many people to send me articles so that I can edit them. We, in this past issue, the deadline for that issue was September 15, and our target date to have it in our members' hands is by November 1st, and we're well ahead of that schedule. So that is, um, that's good. Since I have been editor, we have met the deadline every time. So I'm proud of that. We ask when people write an article for the memorandum to make the article about 900 words. It doesn't have to be exact. It can be 884 or 943 or something close, something around 900 words per article. Um, we ask for articles that are 
directly or indirectly associated with Braille. Of course, I put a recipe in each issue as well, because like everyone else, those of us who are low vision or blind, we like to eat. So I figure that's appropriate as well. Um, I have been editor of this magazine or newsletter, as I call it, since uh, 2018. So this will end my fifth year of editing the magazine. And like I said, we've, we've done two issues for each of those years. And just for the record, if anyone wants to if anyone wants to send an article for publication in the memorandum, you send it to the editor at redbird26 at bellsouth.net. That's the editor's email address. Um, what I do, I don't know how other people edit their newsletters or magazines, but this is what I do. I get an article. I make sure that I put it in a Word document. If it's Notepad or someone just sends an email, I transfer that to a Word document. I start at the top of the article and I go through word by word to make sure of punctuation and spacing and spelling. You know, for example, T-H-E space R-O-A-D space W-A-S and so on. So it takes a longer time to do it that way, but with a screen reader sometimes, words are pronounced similar and may not be spelled like you think it ought to be. So I use JAWS as my screen reader. So that's how I edit the articles is word by word. And as I said before, it takes a little longer to do that. But when I get through with that article, I place it where I want it in the next issue. And this year, I started putting headings on the articles and the contents so that people who do use screen readers and who read the newsletter by email can turn quick keys on and hit the H key and go from heading to heading in case they want to skip around and read this article then go back and read the next one or whatever. So anyway, um, it's ever a learning process. I am subject like anyone else to, um, you know, make mistakes and uh, learn from my mistakes and move forward. Um, and I certainly couldn't do this by myself. Our production team, as I call it, Jane and May and Elizabeth, uh, we work well together. We uh, communicate and that's very important. So we've had no issues about how things should be done one way or another or whatever. And that's a blessing because it makes my job a lot easier. 15, 10, star, 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 zero, if, um, you know, the, the, the memorandum is sent out to members, we eventually will put it on our website, but initially it's sent out to members. So uh, our membership each, each year is like $10 a year. So it's very inexpensive to be a member of the Braille Revival League. And we encourage people to join so we can uh, promote a Braille throughout. Um, we encourage articles about school, 
about the workplace, about technology, a, a funny story about Braille, even poetry. So as I said before, the articles can be directly or indirectly associated with, with Braille in some way. And probably most people on this call are like me who use Braille every day. I use it daily. I keep up with lists and uh, notes. And I even use the Versa Slate now to write down names that I need to remember and come back home and transcribe them into a Braille card or whatever. So we know that Braille is vital and useful and very important. And we try to promote that through the memorandum. Uh, at the end of each issue, I list the officers and board members of the Braille Revival League. And just as an example, the last two issues, the spring-summer 2022 issue had a total of 14,827 words. It was 67 pages in large print. This fall-winter issue had a total of 12,677 words, and it was 56 pages in large print. So the, the size of the newsletter will vary. We don't expect all the newsletters to be this large, but <clears throat> if they are, yeah, that's fine as well. Uh, as I said before, articles should be around 900 words each. So if you figure the math, you see that there are a lot of articles in the uh, these last two issues. And uh, it um, makes my job a lot easier when people send articles to me so that I won't have to scramble to find a filler for uh, certain, uh, you know, certain situations to, to make the newsletter longer or whatever. Anyway, it's a pleasure to be editor. I was asked to do so, like I say, in 2018, and I agreed to the task. And I've had good support from uh, the Railroad Bible League officers and board members and committee members and uh, members in general. I've received several positive responses about the newsletters and also some uh, information about how to make it better, which is good. As I said before, I'm subject to error, so I know I make mistakes, and it's a work in progress for, for all of us. So uh, I encourage, if you're not a member of the Braille Revi Revival League, I encourage people to join so they can get uh, the newsletter on a timely basis. Anyway, uh, I know my presentation is brief, but um, that's where we are with the memorandum. And in fact, the deadline for articles for the first issue in 2023 is January 15. So I'm looking for articles now for the next issue. And Elizabeth Bowden in Florida, who produces the Braille and large print, she does a terrific job for us at a very nominal price, which we certainly appreciate. Um, if we had this produced by a company uh, that was, uh, you know, in business to do so, it would cost a lot more than what we pay. 
So we appreciate that effort as well. Um, does anybody have any questions at this point? Okay. Well, before we take questions, Ralph, would you like to tell us a little more about Braille Revival League, how it is um, associated with the uh, American Council and how it promotes Braille? Okay. Well, yeah, the Braille Revival Briefly. League. The Braille Revival League mm-hmm. has been around for, uh, I think, since 1982. Mm-hmm. We're an affiliate of the American Council of the Blind, and we promote the use of Braille in public settings, private settings. We encourage um, schools to teach legally blind children Braille. We know that's an issue because of the um, lack lack of itinerant teachers that can travel from district to district to, you know, to, to teach Braille on a daily basis. But anyway, we encourage that. And we encourage uh, young people, middle-aged, elderly people to use Braille to advocate. I mean, just for an example, when you go to a restaurant, ask them if they have a Braille menu. Uh, you know, some do, some don't. So, yeah, you know, any way we can, uh, we can advocate for the uh, promotion and use of Braille toward the blindness community, we do that. Um, most of us, I'm sure, are aware that when you go to a hotel or something in the elevators, there, you know, Braille are on the um, buttons, and somebody had to advocate for that. Now it's commonplace and it's everywhere. So, you know, that may, it, may, it makes a difference when we certainly have access to it. Um, as I said before, BRL, which we call it, uh, is an affiliate of the American Council of Blind, and we meet for our annual meeting in association with ACB at the annual conference or convention each summer. We have programs, and uh, in 2022, we had our business meeting before the convention so that we could do BRL programming during the convention. So I haven't done those minutes yet. That was a long, lengthy meeting, but anyway. Uh, well, I'll get the job done at some point. But that's uh, that's how we're associated with ACB. Of course, there are uh, other special interests as well. So um, me being secretary, I, I became secretary of BRL in 2008. And I do the minutes the same way. Uh, well, I listen to the recordings and then, you know, do the minutes and send them to the board and send it. After they're approved, I send it to the webmaster, and he puts them on our website. So I've got my hands full with uh, with <clears throat> Braille information, which I enjoy because, as I said before, I use, I use Braille daily. I, absolutely. I'd be lost without it. There's no question about it. Great. Uh, Ralph, I don't know if you covered, but would you like to tell us how to be a member of Braille Revival League and how to subscribe to Braille Memorandum? Yes, it's easy to become a member of the Braille Revival League. You contact our treasurer. Uh, That's Jane Corona, correct? Jane Corona. Yeah. Uh, She uh, allows me to give her number out if you want me to do so. Um, I 
needs yeah. to be a, a company number it needs to be a, not yeah. a private number the yeah. host doesn't allow private numbers too yeah <laughs> okay, okay. Um, <laughs> they if yeah. if you want to contact our treasurer you email her at treasurer at railrevivalleague.org and yeah. she will send you appropriate information as to how to join you can join by check or credit card or paypal we accept all ten dollars a year very inexpensive um and you know we encourage people to join us and, and advocate for braille yes most people here I mean, everybody here is. Uh, uh, I mean, everybody here loves Braille, yeah. so they would like to be part of Braille Revival League. And, and, and we also, uh, yes, you know, we also, I, I have a. We also want to encourage yeah. people to write articles for the Braille Memorandum, whether you're a member or not. Yes. And send them to Redbird Twenty Six at BellSouth.net for uh, mm -hmm. editing and put in the next issue. And how do we subscribe to Braille Memorandum? When you become a member, you automatically uh, are Patron. subscribed. Yes. And so you choose how you, you want yours by email. You want it large print or you want it Braille. And our treasurer will document that and you're on the list. It's that easy. Great. Okay. So let's now invite questions. So please raise um, your hands and Abraham will announce Two questions the from uh, yes. Dawn is the first person who raised a hand. All right, Dawn. Okay. Um, so I have a, so I missed the email address that you use, that you send the issues to electronically. Okay. Uh, could you repeat that? And then also, um, how do you subscribe again? I missed that. Okay. Um, but the third question is, do you have a Braille display such as an NLS e-reader or anything like that that you use to edit the articles as well or no? Okay. Um, the email address to send in articles for editing and for publication is as follows. Uh, yeah, uh, I meant the like article, like like what, like when you send the issue to it. That's the one I was looking for because I knew you said something about I send in I send the issue to this and then so it's available electronically. That's the one I was looking at. Oh, okay. When, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, we we put this on our website when you know a couple of months after it's produced. Okay. And that website is BrailleRevivalLeague.org, all spelled out, all okay. lowercase. So uh, BrailleRevivalLeague.org, we have a good okay. webmaster, and we just send him that, and he puts it up there. And we're tweaking our website as we go along as well, so that's good, I'm trying to make sure it stays updated and modern as we can. Okay. Uh, I, do, I, use a, I use a computer I do have the e-reader, but I use a computer to edit um, oh. articles. I use JAWS. But you don't hook up your, but you don't hook up your um, e-reader mm. to your computer through JAWS and use it through and use no. it through JAWS to do that. No, I do not. Oh, I just use, I just use JAWS. Oh, okay. 
Uh, that's why I say I go I go through word by word, you know, T H E B L U E, you know, choose. So, uh, uh, so that's how I do that. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. So let's see. Thank you. You're welcome. We have a, a, a five area code five. 10 ending in 042. Area code 510. Hi. Yes. Um, I just wanted to add that, and thank you for this Who are you? presentation. Oh, sorry. It's Patty, Patty, <laughs> I and know, I'm know. Patty from California. And, uh, yeah. yeah, and I okay. want to thank you for your presentation. I also use Braille daily, and, and you know, Wouldn't but I wanted to add that. Maybe I, I missed a couple minutes, so maybe you said this, but that there are different affiliates of um, we like in California, we have Braille Revival League of California. And you can if you join that, you're automatically a member of BRL of Braille Revival League. And I wondered, can you do you know how many affiliates that we have? Yes, we have six affiliates. You mentioned okay. one, you mentioned the one in California. We, right. have a, we have an affiliate in Texas. We have an affiliate in Florida. And we have an affiliate in Illinois and New York. And of course, the Jenny Beck chapter in Pennsylvania. So at present, we have six affiliates. And as you said, if you join that affiliate, you're automatically a member of the national organization. They'll send in mm -hmm. the dues to our treasurer and yeah, you'll be good to go. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Patricia. Yes. Pa Patricia is the president of Bayview Chapter of the American Council of the Blind. Very good. Okay. Yeah. So she knows and she's a real good uh, note taker. Very good. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You, yeah. She, may, she may take my job as secretary for BR. <laughs> okay. We go to the uh. next. Person, uh, if you ever Agnes. need me, I'd be happy to do it. <laughs> oh, thank you, I appreciate that. Okay, Agnes. Yes, we have Agnes up next. Hello, Agnes. Hello, everybody. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, pretty much, pretty much. Are you joining okay. first time? No, I've been quite a few months ago. Quite but a few. Due I wasn't there. Okay. Due to a schedule, no, you you were here the time I was, but due to okay. a schedule conflict, I can't always be here. Oh. Uh, first of all, I'm glad you're here. Go ahead. I am a member of the Braille Revival League, and, mm -hmm. you know, Ralph, I haven't yet read this issue, but I've enjoyed all the issues I've read, and I think that Mae Davis deserves a big round of applause for the great job she does, <clears throat> you know, formatting it, because it looks really great, and with us being the Braille Revival League, you know, it's important that if we're going to tell people that they need to learn good Braille and learn how to do good Braille, we need to set an example. And I think we've been doing that um, since, you know, May came on board and, you know, prior to Associated Services for the Blind closing, um, you know, when we had our other issues. Uh, Ralph, I don't remember all the names of the different committees we have established in the Braille Revival League, but perhaps you'd want to fill everybody in on that. Okay. Yeah, you're right. May deserves a lot of credit because she does format it for Braille production. 
and that's a definitely a blessing. I wish Mayor Davis had been here. Uh, me too. To get <laughs> she's probably okay. forgotten more about Braille than I'll ever know. She's <laughs> he has her act together. She does a great job for us. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, the Braille Revival League has several committees in place. Of course, the membership committee. We know they deal with membership. Uh, we have a community outreach committee, which is chaired by uh, Patty Slavy, and mm -hmm. we have a publicity community uh, committee where we deal with the memorandum and the website. And that's why I said before, we're trying to update and tweak our website as, to, to be as modern as we can get it because we want it to be site friendly and blind friendly as well. Yeah. And so that, you know, it's always a work in progress. We're trying to imp improve every way we can with that. Then we have the uh, public awareness committee, which I'm chairman of that. And we, you know, we promote Braille by we, we've sent um, alphabet cards to our different affiliates so that they can share them locally. We sent out the print alphabet sheet that depicts the Braille cell and its location within, within you know, the Braille characters and its location within that cell. That's a print document. So sighted people can look and, wow, okay, that the A is not one. Okay, I see. So, uh, you know, we've done that. And we encourage people to get involved, like with, like at my local church coming up, we're having a fall festival. So I'll take my Perkins Braille and write uh, children's names in Braille for them and give them an alphabet card to go with it. So that's just one small way to, you know, show the public that Braille is vital and useful. And most times people get a kick out of that. Uh, we have to remember, though, that Braille is not a novelty thing. You know, it's a useful medium of communication. Yes. So we don't need to be caught up in, wow, you can read type thing, you know. So, <clears throat> it, you know, that's, that's, that's our committee structure at present. And, of course, Denise Colley is now president of BRL. So uh, she's doing a very good job thus far. So that's where we are with that. Uh, we have Dorlin. Dorlin. Yeah. And thank you, Agnes. Absolutely. All right. Hi, it's Dorlin. Mm -hmm. um, thanks, Ralph. This has been a really cool presentation. I love you pulling the curtain back on how the memorandums produced. Okay. Um, I actually just received my second copy ever earlier okay. this week. So I should say you got it out before November. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I did receive too. Okay. All right, good. Say. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited. I haven't read an article yet, although the last issue was my first issue and it's actually my first Braille magazine I've ever received. And wow. so a couple of those articles were the first ones I'd read in a uh, Braille magazine, okay. um, including Professor Shaw's and our own Karen. And um, so it's been thank really cool. I just I love the Braille memorandum. And thank you for your presentation and all your efforts that go into it. Um, well, you're welcome. Thank you for the kind words. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, and for everybody's information, there was an article on I love Braille in the last issue, one before this. That's right. true. It was in the spring, summer, 2022 issue. Spring, summer. Uh -huh. yeah. Yes. 
And so now, just for the record, you know, I said we're, we're going to try to do three next year. They probably won't be as lengthy uh, as these past two. But I'm calling the first one the spring issue rather than mm-hmm. spring summer. Then the second one I'll call the summer issue. The third one I will call the fall winter issue because I like to keep my <clears throat> chronology straight. And that's just how I will do it. Okay. That works. And I, I figure since I'm editor, I can do it that way, and it's okay. <laughs> and in in many places, fall and winter are not very different. Uh, I winter in fall. So anyway, that's uh, <laughs> that's yeah. me taking editorial license to do it that way. <laughs> ah, good. Okay. Well, I have a, I do have a question um, yes. for you, sure. Ralph. Um, I was actually wondering if you had any um, editorial experience before this, or if this is where you've gained that experience. Uh, the local Jackson chapter of the Mississippi Council of the Blind, at one time we did a newsletter called the Visual Eyes, and I was editor of that for several years. Mm-hmm. But this... Uh, memorandum um uh, you know experience has been a little more intense than that was because uh, our local newsletter it was you know short uh, every other month we'd send it out just a few pages but this uh, like i say is more intense and i'm still learning about how to uh you know uh, there have been a few articles i will not name names as to man, this article was tedious to edit. Where, where you know, where'd this come from? But uh, you know, it's it's a work in progress, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm learning as I go as well. Um, I don't know any other way to do it except to go through word by word and make sure that the commas and uh, exclamation points are in its proper place. So. <clears throat> anyway, that's that's my little edit, editing experience. And just for the record, the, the uh, memorandum is award-winning. We certainly won the uh, we won an award for that for this newsletter. So maybe oh, we'll win another that's, one. That's commendable. Yeah, you want to tell what kind of award it was? Yeah, we yeah you know, we won for the for the ACB. We won the. Uh, you know, the, the uh, magazine newsletter award. Wow. For production. For, mm-hmm. uh, and, all, and part of that entails, uh, you know, how we send it out. It's not just in Braille, but it's in email form as well as large print. So more, you know, not everyone can read Braille. You get that. So, you know, we make it accessible to, if you can't, if you don't have a screen reader or you can't read large print or you can't read Braille, then uh, you probably can't read. So, uh, you know, we, we hope that's not the case for anyone, but we try to send it out in as many ways as will benefit the majority as we can. Great. Okay, thank you. Uh, Dolan, and then we go to next. We have Michael Moore up next. Michael Moore. Thank you very much. Uh, real quick question for you. Uh, do you, Whenever you do your editing, 
of the memorandum. Do you use a braille display to aid you along with JAWS? I do not. I just use JAWS. Okay. It's just, a, a, you know, that's just the way I started doing it. And it's just the easy way for me to do it. And I just use JAWS for Windows. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, as and I you said could, before, if you, I, pardon? Go ahead. No, I was going to say, if you had, if, if you had the uh, e-reader from NLS, for example, you could use that as a braille display with your, with JAWS. 2020 uh, 2020 or later i believe so that you know it's only 20 cells but that it's, it's a possibility you could at least give it a shot if you had one yeah i do have one you know never have thought about doing it that way because when i edit also i put this in 18 point times new roman bold so that it will <clears throat> accomplish what we need for the large print. And so I just do it on my computer. It's just a lot easier for me to I do see. that. Gotcha. Okay. okay, thank you, Mike. Um, and Agnes has raised her hand again. Yes, Agnes again. Yeah, I'm back. Welcome back. Yes, welcome back. Um, Ralph, I have a question for you. When you use JAWS to read the document as you do, how do you um, how do you handle knowing, you know, where paragraph indentions are? Uh, well, I just, you know, <clears throat> I have a little vision. I don't have mm-hmm. much, but I have a little. And, you know, depending mm-hmm. on the spacing of, yeah, that's never been really an issue at this point. Okay, no, I was just curious because sometimes no, I, was, I, I, yeah. I, I don't have a braille display, so sometimes I use, I do what you do with Jaws, and then sometimes I'll print something up and look at it with my Opticon. I, I can, I have a scanner, I can scan it, but when I can, I like to, you know, look at it with my Opticon to get, you know, letter by letter. So I was just. Uh, yeah, wondering, right. and the and the other thing is, um, Braille Revival League has a list. I think it's it's called BRL. Is am I not correct? That's the only title to it, Ralph. I'm on it, but every time I get my notices, it just says, you know, BRL, and I don't have the subscription, you know, information for that list. But um, you don't have to be a member of Braille Revival League to join it. It's not a heavily trafficked list, but uh, we do get some good information. Sometimes we have some interesting topics people, you know, will be bring up to discuss. And it can also be a helpful um, resource list that's, for people to get resource information they need. That's true. Just, you know, go to the website and you know, follow the instructions. Also, mm-hmm. just for the record, we have a little Facebook page. So you can follow us on Facebook if you like. We have currently we have nine hundred I mean five hundred and ninety-nine followers on Facebook at this point. We didn't pay Facebook to uh, boost us, so it's word of mouth and sharing information that has 
build our, our little group thus far. But anyway, it's easy, we're easy to find on Facebook, and we have some, um, you know, tidbits of information on there. We don't put every lunch or supper that we've ever had, so we don't do things like that. So anyway, uh, you know, that's another one of our public awareness committee projects is our Facebook page. That's good. Uh, one more uh, suggestion I have, you know, the word has a feature uh, when you do the spell check, it also tells you if there are more than one spaces left between words. So, and then it asks you, do you want to remove the space? Yes. Uh, I do that and I say, yes, why not? I, I, you know, I could do that. I just, I'm so accustomed to doing it the way that, the old fashioned way that I do it. I don't know. I just, uh, mm -hmm. I just do it that way. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's one more way to make sure that the extra spaces are not there. Yeah, that, that's true. That's very good. I be, believe it or not, there are articles that where people still double space between words, you know, after, a, I mean, between sentences. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, there have been articles where the paragraph formatting was excellent and others where it was not. Nah, yeah. So that's, that's know, normal, right? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, normal. It's but, part of ADD. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've actually had to change a few sentence structures to make it grammatically feasible, which I don't have to do that very often. And I and I've also had to contact a few article writers when they've used a braille display and the information came out weird in the document. It's like, well, that can't, what does that mean? <laughs> so, uh, you know, I've had to do that. So that, you know, it's, there's always something that I have to deal with. And as I said before, uh, since, <clears throat> since we do produce large print, we do put this in 18 point. And I know that's large, but that's what was determined by, uh, people higher in the chain than myself so uh that's no good. 18 points is a good size you know yeah, it's, it's standard uh, size is 16 uh, that's what the uh, premier for the blind allow you know you should have at least 16 points right. we have 18 so yes, that's good do. yes and uh yeah as i said before i put the list of officers and board members at the end of this newsletter now yeah. Starting next year, I will put the production team at, at the front, not just editor Ralph Smitherman, because you know they deserve much of the credit as well. So, I good try idea. To, yeah. Try to share the uh, you know spotlight with uh, others as well, because mm -hmm. it certainly takes a team to do it. Okay, Rick okay. has a question. Hi there. Uh, Hi, I don't have much of a question. Uh, hey. Mostly just, um, I really appreciate your work, and I've had a taste of proofreading and of taking down minutes, and I know how tedious it can be. <laughs> yes. It's uh, a lot more so than the average person would think. So uh, good for you. And I wondered, too, about uh, since formatting is such a big deal, um, ex uh, would a an e-reader 
actually work. I don't know if it tells you when you come to the end of line or whether you have a blank line or what. Uh, maybe it does. I never used one, but um, those are issues. And of course, if you're just using a screen reader, which is what I would do probably, uh, you have to think about, let's see, is this word capitalized or should it have been? And uh, all this stuff about you know, punctuation and do you, did you use, uh, in, if you're expressing a range of something, does the format call for A hyphen B, or A space T-O space B, wow. uh, all kinds of little stuff like that. Um, and there are occasions when you might not be sure exactly what's right. For instance, cheddar cheese has always been capitalized, cheddar. Right. And more and more lately, I've seen it without capitalization. I'm wondering if that's just laziness on the writer's part, or if there's been a change, a change from the powers that be that say you shouldn't capitalize it anymore. Right. Yeah, you're, so you're all these little right. questions come into play. Yeah, they do, and it's uh, it's a you know sometimes uh, sometimes you can figure it out. Other times you have to ask people, and should this be this way or that way, or you know, that's just like the capitalization of Braille. I know that's a uh, tender subject for most people, but, you know, if it's, a, if it's like Perkins Braille writer. Um, right. Or, um, I read a Braille book, so I wouldn't capitalize mm -hmm. Braille in that case. because There was, in fact, that came up. Uh, at, was it, it the yeah. last uh, Braille buzz where that very thing came up? Uh, yes, and we had a, uh, it also came up at the uh, summer convention this past year about, you know, capitalizing Braille all the time or some of the time. If it's a proper name, I capitalize it. If it's a verb or adjective, I don't. That's just me. Mm -hmm. uh, so does that yeah. go all the way up to ICEB or BANA? Who has the final word on that? Uh, <clears throat> you know, I would think BANA does, but uh, I'm not sure what I, I don't. I don't know if it'll be discussed at their next meeting or whatever. Uh, Maybe it may be ICB. I don't. I'm not sure who's in charge of that. Mm. Right. Right uh, now, I won't capitalize it until otherwise. Okay. It's fair fine. enough. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks uh, a lot. Think, uh, you do a lot of good work. Thank you. Yeah. Over. I think ICB allows you to choose what you would like to go for. You know, uh, okay. capitalization because uh, the British way of producing braille was to avoid capitalization and now they are doing both of course gotcha. they were avoiding so it's it's like a common sense you know if it is richard or rick obviously you're going to make r capital you don't have to do it in braille in order to save spaces that was right. the main reason why the british braille was not using capitalization unless necessary uh -huh. Unless you know, it is in something... fact, when I label books or CDs, I never capitalize for right. that very reason. And me too, yeah. When well, I write Braille for myself, I don't capitalize much. Me neither. I don't, I don't either. <laughs> yeah. I my yeah. own little code, you know, like BK is book, REG is regular, things like that. As I know that uh, incorporates some of grade three, which... Uh, yeah, grade three, BK was book, and 456R was regular. Yeah, so I, I did the REG. <laughs> yeah. So anyway... <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, we all have our little techniques and shortcuts, and that's wonderful. And uh, you, when I earlier when I wrote Braille, I said, "Man, I've got to capitalize Mississippi. I've got to capitalize Ralph." And then now it's like 
I can save space. Not come. I know the proper name. No, it needs to be capitalized when if it's <laughs> okay. exactly. I just let it go. Yeah. Okay, well I've been hogging it, so uh, we don't have to capitalize R when you write Ralph. Uh, no, I do not. <laughs> uh, you know, for personal notes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And before I forget, I would like to thank Rick also to take care of I Love Braille when Terry and Willine were not there. So that was a great job. I think there was some. Uh, logging issue at that time, but ultimately it got resolved. So uh, thank Abraham you so much. saved my behind on that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Thanks to the, thanks a lot to Abraham and thank. Oh, absolutely. So what would we do without him? Yeah, that no matter what we do gonna, without you. What we'll do without <laughs> without Abraham? <laughs> oh yeah, that's for sure. Okay, thanks. So okay, thank you, Rick, and uh, we have we have, Alice. we have Alice next and. Uh, about uh -huh. 11 minutes 11 remaining. minutes okay so alice you have good amount of time good morning and thank you and ralph thank you so much for all of your volunteer work in editing and bringing forth to us the braille memorandum and i give a big thank you and applause to the braille revival league for that wonderful document that was sent out to us that, as you mentioned earlier, has the Braille for sighted family members and friends. And I'm assuming as many, many BRL members did, I sent that out to a number of people and heard back such positive, wonderful comments about that document for sighted people. Oh, and I, I'm just so pleased to have that to share with others. And I just hope that many of our I Love Braille uh, members here also uh, share that document because it's really a, a good one. And I sent it to some uh, fellow teachers, not teachers of Braille, but just to other teachers, and they just thought it was so well done, uh, even though they had learned Braille by sight for other reasons and so forth. They very complimentary of that document. So thank you for that. And then I have a couple of quick questions. No what problem. We have time. Price... Pardon go me? Ahead. We have time. Uh, so go ahead. the yeah. price difference between the plastic comb, I believe it's called, binding that's used for Braille memorandum, for example, and uh, what I call more spiral kind of binding, which I think many of us who read Braille prefer that other kind. I assume it's more expensive, and I wonder if that is indeed the case. And um, also, I wonder, is it a fair question for you to tell us what the cost of one copy of Braille Memorandum is to Braille Revival League? Have you ever... Uh, determined that and thank you again okay <clears throat> yeah i think the binding you know uh, we're um you know we don't have all the money in the world so we try to be uh as thrifty as we can with that and um you know i know that you know there are other binders that may work better but yeah this is what we do i do know the cost i'm, I'm hesitant to announce that because um, I don't have permission from the publisher to say how much each issue costs. Um, 
and I and I would hesitate to do that because you know we got a good deal on it, and I don't want to create any issues with that. No, at our end, we we don't mind, but if your publisher is a uh, you know if you have if you are restricted by a publisher, then it's fine. Don't yeah, mind. I mean, I, I, without. Without the permission of the publisher, I would not want to disclose that. No, then yeah, that's fine. The yeah, publisher yeah. might, so that'd be cool with me, but I, I can't do that. <clears throat> but like I say, we're mm -hmm. we're very fortunate to be to have what we have in in that regard. And uh, yeah, I'm always looking for articles, so send them along if you if you want. You know, it can be something funny, something sad, something wonderful, something work or play or home related or whatever. In fact, I thought about writing an article about a, a restaurant experience I had several years ago. Maybe I will when I need a filler or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ralph, I think people can even write smaller articles, right? They don't have to have around no, no. 900 words. No, it can, I can no. do it for 400 words. Yes, absolutely. You, you know, yeah, it, yeah. It's, I, it's, I mean, the Maximum limit is approximately 900 yes, words, yes. not hard and fast. I should have been more clear about that. Now that's right. Yeah, no, no, the, I'm here to fill the gaps. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> Very good. You're right. A short paragraph if it's uh, interesting or important or whatever, you know. But mm -hmm. yeah, the uh, the maximum uh, amount would be around 900 words. Yeah, and, that's correct. Uh, yeah. You know, over the years, the mm -hmm. the newsletter has gotten uh, you know, more. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's gotten better, uh, and my editing isn't necessarily the reason for that. But you know, people sending in articles—that's what makes the big difference. So I appreciate everyone for sending in those articles. We have a uh, you know a varied selection. Especially in these last two issues. And uh, Ralph, uh, if I missed it, I don't know, but uh, do we do any proofreading after producing the first copy or second copy? Uh, <coughs> we did oh. before, I think, but uh, since not anymore, okay. uh -huh. uh, it's pretty uh, pretty standard that um, it, it's done properly beforehand. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, <clears throat> I get the large, <coughs> excuse me, I get the large print copy, so I don't get a Braille copy. Oh, okay. For, mm -hmm. you know, cost purposes as well, since I figured I produce it, I, I don't need <laughs> So I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how many errors have been found I, in that. I did notice a couple, but not too many. Okay. Like, you know, for example, eBay uh, should have been like capital E and then small b, but it was capitalized. Gotcha. Yeah, but that's okay. You know, Listen, that was probably that was probably my doing. You know, I didn't. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's just an example. It is. Yes. It's not a big deal. You know, gotcha. when you do so much of work, uh, it's uh, really difficult to make it flawless. So. Yes, you're right. Yes, yes. And, and, you know, like I said, I'm subject to error. I know I make mistakes. So <laughs> I, it yeah. used to bother me a lot more than it does now. But 
Mm. I, okay, so I made a mistake. So I'm going to do better next time. So anyway, that's where we are. I think Rick has some comment or question, and we have some time. So go ahead, Rick. Yeah, uh, you mentioned eBay. If you're talking about eBay, the website, you know, the trading website, that is small e, capital B, A Y. Ah, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, there was like something different I saw I, in Braille. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, that is correct. Like iPhone. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. iPhone yeah. isn't that is that I then capital P? Correct. Yes. Okay. I a small I. Yeah. Okay. And the same goes for like iOS, you have your I and then double cap OS. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. right. See, I'm learning as I go along. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't that we all? <laughs> <laughs> the computer world uh, has changed a lot, you know, the way Braille is written. I thought mozzarella was capitalized for a long time. Found out, nope, no, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Little that. stuff like that. Thanks. Uh, thank you, Rick. Valine, it's been a pleasure to be on this call this week. I actually had time to do it. So. Yes, Ralph, uh, would you like to come once again and share your games? Uh, uh, I can do that, but it, it's yeah. going to have to be down the road somewhere. Uh, yeah, down the road. No, yeah. not, not this time. Right. Because last Thursday of every month, we keep okay. it for Braille fun. Yes. And uh, we would no, like no, to have no, no, rail no, fund no. done by Ralph Smitherman one day. Okay. Uh, there you so go. Maybe, okay. maybe December or January so after two or three months. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe the last uh, Thursday in January. I might... Last Thursday in January? All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to put it on my calendar. All right. Very good. <laughs> okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are reaching the end of this hour. And I'm pretty sure uh, you found Ralph's uh, presentation uh, enlightening. I would like to hear your feedback. So you can send your email at shah, S-H-A-H, at eastbacenterfortheblind.org. Once again, S-H-A-H, shah, at eastbacenterfortheblind.org. I'm not getting in much feedback nowadays. Maybe... I was away, but yeah, please do that. And also, anyone who would like to share his or her story as a poll star of the month, please send your email to me, Shah at Eastway Center for the Blind. This month's poll star is Dawn Bilpush. And we'll have her in the, on the third Thursday of this month. All right. So with that, I think uh, we can now conclude this session, but not before thanking Ralph Smitherman uh, for all the enlightening talk he gave us and the time he spared for us. Thank you for volunteering and giving us your time, Ralph. Appreciate it. And of You're course, welcome. I would like to thank everybody else for joining.